The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. We've come now to what has been called the Golden Psalm, Psalm 16. Now, it is a Psalm of David, but it is also a Psalm about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's only 11 verses long, but it is rich and wonderful. There's a little title over Psalm 16 that says Miktam. A Miktam literally means instruction. It means uh, this is a Psalm to teach us something. Now, all Scripture, of course, instructs us, but... We're going to school today. I want to begin with one verse. Right in the heart of Psalm 16, we read verse 7. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. Did you know that the night becomes the Lord's classroom? Now certainly that may be practically true, that oftentimes in the night time hours when all is quiet and calm and we're alone with our thoughts, God can speak most clearly to us. We meditate upon the Lord even lying on our bed. God speaks to us. Uh, but in a broader sense, there are night seasons in life. Uh, not just the literal night. No, no. The dark hours. And may I tell you today, our God is present and active in the night seasons. As a matter of fact, if you turn one page in your Bible to Psalm 18, verse 9, you read that the darkness was under His feet. Don't you love that? I think of Genesis chapter 1 when God spoke light into the darkness. God works the night shift. You can rest because God is going to work in the night seasons of your life. We don't know exactly the setting of this particular psalm, but we know this, everybody has their night seasons. Israel had their night season. The Lord was the pillar of fire there in the night season. Abram and Jacob had their night seasons, but God came to them in the night seasons. The disciples had their night seasons, but remember that's when Jesus came walking on the water. Paul and Silas had their night seasons, but that's where they learned to worship. That's where they saw God work in the jailhouse. And David had his night seasons. As a matter of fact, he references them all through the Psalms. This is not the only place. This is just one of them. But what do we learn in the night seasons? Well, let me give you several thoughts. First of all, in the night seasons, we learn that the Lord is near. He says in verse 8, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. He'll repeat that same expression at the end of the psalm. In verse 11 it says, At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. I love this. Uh, he is at our right hand and we are at his right hand. What's this? This is the place of nearness. This is the place of access. You know, if you study Scripture, you'll find that sometimes the accuser loves to stand up. Uh, he loves to crop his ugly head up. You can read about it in Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1, in the place where the advocate loves to stand. The accuser likes to pop his head up. Jesus stands up and speaks for us. Aren't you glad for that? The Lord is near you in your night seasons. In the night seasons, we also discover that rest is possible. In verse number 9, it says, Therefore my heart is glad... 
and my glory rejoiceth, my flesh also shall rest in hope. I'm thinking about Daniel sleeping in the lion's den in the middle of the great night season of his life. How can you do that? Because you have inner rest. See, when God gives peace to your heart, then you can rest. Thank God for sleep. He gives His beloved sleep, the Bible says. Thank the Lord that He gives rest to our flesh. You see, the night was designed for rest. So if that's true physically, wouldn't that be true in the great spiritual struggles of life, that the nighttime hours are not the hours to sit up and worry and try to fix it all yourself. The nighttime hours are the hours to rest in the Lord. I remember hearing the story years ago of a little boy who came home one night with his father after burying his mother. The mother had gone to be with the Lord, and the two of them come home to an empty house. In the middle of the night, the little boy comes down the hall and says to his daddy, Daddy, can I sleep with you? And of course, he climbs up into the bed and lays down on the side of the bed where his mother uh, pillowed her head. In a few moments, the little boy said to his father, Daddy, it's dark in here. There's no nightlight in here. And the father said, Yes, I know you have a nightlight in your room, but we don't have one in this room. He laid there for a few more moments, and then the little boy said, Daddy, is your face toward me? And the father said, Yes, son, my face is toward you. And the little boy said, That's good enough for me. He closed his eyes and went to sleep. The very thought that his father was facing him was enough. Friends, you may not be able to see him, and it may seem very dim and no light right now, but let me tell you on the authority of the Word of God, His face is toward you today. Let that be good enough for you. Rest in the Lord. In the night seasons, the Lord is near. In the night seasons, rest is possible. But in the night seasons, there's always something to look forward to. You see, the nighttime never lasts forever. Morning is coming. Another psalm will say, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Listen to verse 10 and 11. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life, in thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. You remember that I said to you this psalm is about Christ. Think of the nighttime hours of his life. Think of that night in Gethsemane. Think of the nighttime in the middle of the afternoon at Golgotha when God the Father turned his back on his own son when the lights went out. Think of those three nights in the grave, but I'm glad to report to you his soul was not left in hell. He did not see corruption. He rose from the dead. Morning always comes. And if it came for the only begotten Son, the beloved Son, the Lord Jesus, friend, it will come in your life as well. As a matter of fact, where does Scripture end? Revelation 21 and 22 tells us of the day that there will be no more night. Let me leave you with this closing thought. In the night seasons, the Lord is near. In the night seasons, rest is possible. In the night seasons, there's something to look forward to, but please don't miss the application. In the night season, you have to keep your own heart right with God. You see, we've been looking at the end of the psalm, but if you go back to the beginning, it says this, Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord, my goodness extendeth not to thee but to the saints that are in the earth and to the excellent in whom is all my delight. What's he saying? He's saying that I must make very sure that my trust stays in the Lord and that my heart stays right with God. You see, the Lord works in the nighttime hours, but the devil loves to work there too. And the flesh is always weak. It never gets better. I remember reading the story years ago about a man named George Young. 
an obscure 19th century preacher, a very poor man who served in rural communities. He scrimped and saved and got enough money to build a small house. He was a carpenter. And while he was away preaching in a local village, some boys who lived near his home that didn't like him set fire to his house and it burned to the ground. He came home devastated. Everything he owned was gone. For a period of time, it seemed that he, he lived in the darkness. Then one day, his wife said he came to the house humming a tune. George had written a song. That song has become famous now. It goes like this. In shady green pastures, so rich and so sweet, God leads his dear children along. Where the water's cool flow bathes the weary one's feet, God leads his dear children along. Some through the waters, some through the flood, some through the fire, but all through the blood, some through great sorrow, but God gives a song in the night season and all the day long. I think George Young had been living in Psalm 16, and I want to encourage you to do the same today. Keep your song, keep your heart, keep your trust in the Lord in the night seasons. God works the night shift. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.